You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. In-depth conversations. Matchup breakdown. Everything a Steelers fan could want. This is fourth down in the Steel City with Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. Welcome in to another edition of Fourth Down in the Steel City. I'm Chris Mack alongside Josh Taylor. Producer Greg Finley doing his best to try and keep us in line. More often than not, he's successful. We ask you to please download, rate, subscribe, of course, listen, and make sure you're uh, reviewing as well. All the positive feedback you could possibly want to give us, we welcome it all. Please shower us with praise however you get the podcast. Whether you're watching it on YouTube at the 93.7 The Fan page or listening inside your favorite podcasting app, whether it's Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, or your Odyssey app, your free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. We appreciate you joining us on another episode of Fourth Down in the Steel City. We've got to make picks because, but I don't know, why do we have to do this again, Greg? Because we're not very good at it so far. And you guys are doing better than I am. And Chris forgot to submit his picks, but I have a nice soul, and I uh, I filled them in for him. And well, now no, I I made the picks on the show, right? I but just forgot to click on the thing. That's that's a big yeah. that's a big thing you didn't click on. Yeah, it's kind I'll of important it. for posterity's sake. Because now I'll do it this time. Fine. No, because now I got to manually do the math every week now. Because you forgot to do it, you screwed it all up. We can't have nice things. No, Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I'm a jack wagon. Hi, Chris. Uh, so anyway, uh, you both went seven and nine, and I went five and eleven. It was not ooh, a good ooh. week for Jermichael. Uh, you guys are both sitting at room temperature, sixteen room wins, temperature, 16 baby. losses, and I am twelve and twenty-four games back. Gregory, uh, come on, let's pick it up here. I went against my own role, which usually is take most of the favorites and i was like mm. oh i'll take vegas plus eight and a half because that's a lot of points and the bills beat them by like 30 so and and i picked against the steelers which i usually don't on monday night football i should have went with them but i didn't trust them the offense didn't make me really optimistic but yeah. the defense well, you had legit you had football. legit concern you yeah. had good reason for that one and yeah. if nick chubb doesn't reason. tear his knee i think the browns would have won that game i think you're right yeah that's yeah. also right. fair uh, so who'd you guys take for Thursday night football? The Giants were plus 10 and a half at the 49ers. 
I, I um, isn't Saquon Barkley already out for this game? He was ruled out earlier yeah. in the week. Of course, I took the 49ers. Of course, I did. Yeah, you, one of the okay. best teams in the league gets one of the worst. That was simple. It, see, a lot to a little is, bit. Is what this this is one where I actually think not that I I don't think the Giants are going to win the game. I want to be real clear about that. And I also think there's a good chance the Niners do win by double digits. So, but that hook gets me. That 10 and a half point spread gets me. So I'm going to take the Giants because I think there's a chance they keep it close. Oh, my I think goodness. He's going to get it. He's absolutely going to get it. He did the same thing last week with the Vikings, and he got it by the hook. <laughs> he, did gonna... the, he did it in week one, too, with the Panthers and the Saints. He did the same thing. <laughs> See? I'm I'm not as dumb as I look. 31-21. Okay, 31-21. Would anybody be surprised by that? Who gets it then? I, I'm gonna, this might be the craziest, most off-the-wall reference I've made on this show, showing my age. Chris, did you just blues traveler us? Did you just tell us the hook brings you back? <laughs> yes. Did you just do that time. to me? Shuffling, 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 littering, tittin, ruffling. He can't ain't be telling mad you it's no true. lie. He really ain't. And like, it's true. I'm not even mad because it's true. I'm, I'm taking the taking the 49ers anyway. Like, the, okay. the Giants covering 10 and a half in Santa Clara? Uh, I can't do it. With, with Saquon Barkley, I wouldn't even argue. Without yeah. him, I can't do it. Can't it's do an it. uphill battle, but I think I, I, I think there's a back door in there, I think, that, that maybe gets us a Giants cover. He's absolutely I sound like Mike Singletary. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Ironically, was coaching the 49ers. Right? He's absolutely going to get that one right. Okay, so that was he Thursday. He Here we go. Moving on. Sunday slate, 1 o'clock, Tennessee at Cleveland. Browns minus 3.5 despite no Nick Chubb. I'm going to start, and I'm going to take Tennessee with this one. I think the Browns, without Nick Chubb, they don't know their identity. They just added Kareem Hunt and Deshaun Watson looked terrible on monday night he's gonna have to make more plays without chubb the i'll take tennessee i'm not even worried about the running back situation it's the quarterback i don't trust for that reason that's why i'm thinking tennessee because deshaun watson had every opportunity in that game to try to at least take this thing over and it's not like he didn't have guys around him it's not like amari cooper wasn't making levi wallace's life miserable throughout Mm -hmm. the course of that game he had that dynamic to his to his advantage and still could not explode it well enough. Granted, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith made that a problem too. But still, I, I don't see that changing even at home against Tennessee. I like the Titans, and I hate to say that I like the Titans because I generally, for the most part, don't like the Titans, but I do in this game. Yeah, I don't like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I look, I don't think the Titans defense is capable of doing what the Steelers defense did. Exactly. I think the Browns have a week to prepare for life without Nick Chubb. Um, I think they'll be able to exploit some things in the middle of the field with David Njoku, who we really didn't see much at all against the Steelers. Um, I I think this is an opportunity for the Browns to kind of find their sea legs at home. Minus three and a half. I might regret laying the hook, but I'm going to take the Browns and lay the three and a half. Look at this guy. He doesn't take the hook one time. Now he takes the hook the next time. I can't. I can't figure this guy out. I really can't. I'm a wild card, <laughs> Finley. I'm a wild card. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this one? The Atlanta Falcons are undefeated. I know it's only two weeks, but they're undefeated, and they mm. beat the Packers. They are at the Detroit Lions. Detroit minus three and a half. I'll start with you, Chris. 
Can I just take the over and call it a day? Um, <laughs> you may not. <laughs> you can uh, bet that, but you may not pick that in picks. I think this is going to be a one-possession game. I think it's actually going to be wildly entertaining. I did not come into the season expecting much of anything from the Falcons, but Bijan has come as advertised. Desmond so Ritter, good. I think, is going to slowly continue to grow and evolve uh, under Arthur Smith. I I think the Falcons are going to end up being pretty good by the end of the year. I, I, that feels weird to say, but I think they will. I, I, again, I think it's a one possession game. So I'm going to roll the dice. And again, because of a hook here, it's three and a half Atlanta's getting. I'll take the Falcons getting three and a half on the road. Well, the thing is with Atlanta too, like they boosted their defense. Bud, Bud yep. Dupree was making it a nightmare for Jordan Love on yeah, Sunday. Sure uh Atlanta's got a good defense. Detroit might not have David Montgomery in this game, which means more on Jameer Gibbs. I'm going to take Atlanta as well with the plus three and a half. I was so set on taking Atlanta coming into this game, not because of Bijan Robinson, although he is, he's, oh, he's a mm-hmm. hot knife through butter. I love it. Oh, he's so good. Um, <laughs> Desmond say? Ritter is you Texas. You hate Texas. <laughs> I know. I generally hate Texas, but it's hard to hate that kind of talent. Yeah, it's hard. you're right. The, right. the Razorback fan in me will not allow me to like Texas, but the football fan in me is like, dude, you can't say. If anything, I should laugh at Texas because you had that guy and you still couldn't beat Alabama, but that's beside the point. Um, Desmond Ritter has actually been a lot better than Falcons fans are coming down on him for. I think he's actually doing pretty good given the circumstances, and Greg brought up a good point. That defense is kind of sneaky good. Yeah. Even with the three and a half, like now before, maybe a couple of days ago, I might have said Detroit because they're my pick to win the division. I'm, I'm jumping on board here. I think we're all unanimous in picking Atlanta. I like the Falcons, at least to, at the very least to cover. Oh, boy. Detroit's going to win by 30. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they will. Can they just give Kyle Pitts the ball a couple more times, please? That's all I ask. I don't know if that offense is there yet where they can get no, Kyle Pitts the ball. It's not. Uh, all not right. Sticking in, the one o'clock, sticking in the 1 o'clock window, the New Orleans Saints are at the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are minus two and a half. Josh, I'll start with you. I got to go with the Packers now because it's getting harder and harder to trust the Saints in any kind of situation. And we know the Packers can do two things. At the very least, we know they can run the ball. They can play defense. And to Jordan Love's credit, he's not screwing up that much. There was so much concern about him coming into the season because it talk about no, damning with faint praise. Right. He's not I'm, screwing I'm not, up that much. Uh, I'm saying that because the Packers <laughs> made every effort to try to temper expectations before the season started. They're like, oh, right. it might take him some time to develop. We might need to figure this out. They were really trying to control expectations. But he actually has probably been even above their need to control expectations. He's thrown made a couple big plays in the passing game that have led the score. So the Packers actually, their offense is probably better than a lot of people expected. And their defense, I think, could keep them in most games. So I like Green Bay, and I don't trust New Orleans. Yeah, I don't trust New Orleans as far as I can throw them, but I'm still not sold on the Packers totally yet. This is tough. Um, I think I'm going to end up going with the Packers at home they're only laying you know laying less than a field goal but i'm not super comfortable about that because i do think look the the saints are going to end up winning 10 maybe even 11 games just based on their schedule um i picked to win the division yeah so i don't i don't think it's crazy to think of them as three and oh but on the road at green bay uh, i'll lay less than a field goal and trust that jordan love will 
will show us some continued growth. He'll, he'll lose more slowly. Green Bay's supposed to get Aaron Jones back, too. He practiced. There, so there you go. With Aaron Jones back, I think Green Bay wins, and it's in Lambeau. The Saints yeah. haven't really been challenged. Bryce Bryce Young's just not there as an NFL quarterback. And I mean, the, the Saints struggled in that game. That was a close game. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, I think Green Bay wins this one. All right. Uh, how about this one? Denver, 0-2. At the Miami Dolphins, who look pretty good, they're minus six and a half at home. I will take Miami and not blink twice with this one. Six and a half? That's it? That's it? <laughs> six and a half? Is it because Russell Wilson hit a Hail Mary that has made to be it interesting with commanders? Man, I, I, oh I, I can't even, I don't even have time to list all the reasons as to why I would take Miami laying like eight and a half or nine in this game. Like, this is when you, I don't know if you guys do this, like, like I do when I scroll through and look at all the games to pick and, and like, there'll be ones that I immediately check off or circle or click on. Right. This mm-hmm. was like, as I scrolled through, this was like, Oh, I didn't even hesitate. Click. And I just kept scrolling. And then I kind of went back through for the second and third look. This is a no brainer. Now that I say that, I'm sure it'll end up being a walk-off field goal in overtime or something, but the Broncos suck. Russell Wilson sucks. Uh, the Dolphins will beat him by at least a touchdown. So I'll lay six and a half. Sure. This is a great eliminator game. You take the Dolphins oh. and don't think twice. Ooh, yeah, that's fair. Didn't they have the Broncos in the playoffs in our yeah, preseason yeah, picks? <laughs> don't don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I had the but we both had the Jets too, and they're they're not making we did. Well, we also did count on Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Right. There's an extenuating circumstance there. That yeah, can, that, that's a different I, situation. That like, I can make an excuse for. <laughs> the Broncos? And, I'm going to remind and, you of that one. And you two both looked at me like I was crazy when I said it then. So you're probably not going to look at me like I'm crazy when I expect the Broncos to go 0-3. Miami at home. And plus, remember, Miami in early in the season at home in the afternoon on a Sunday, they're going to have a distinct advantage on that field. I'm going to Dolphins. Denver was up big early against Washington. It's like, oh, here we go. Like, they look mm-hmm. decent now, and mm-hmm. Washington won that game. Like, the Broncos can't get out of their own way, and they refuse to hand the ball off to Javante Williams. 43 mm-hmm. rushing yards for that guy? Come on. Yeah, that's terrible. Come on. All right, so Easier we all take Miami. Yeah, I think, I think this one is like the lock of the week. Dolphins should win, and they should cover, and it should be no sweat. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here is Josh's favorite game of the week. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. It is the toilet bowl of two teams that you're like, wait a minute, that's the toilet bowl? But they're both 0-2 and they're both mid. 
The Chargers are at the Vikings. They are both 0-2. The loser of this game starts 0-3, obviously, unless they tie. And it's a pick em. It's Minnesota minus a half point. I'm taking the Vikings at home. The Chargers are going to start 0-3, and it's going to be glorious. And more than likely, Brandon Staley is going to get fired halfway through the season. Greg, you're calling it the toilet bowl. I'm calling it the mid-September classic. Because both of these teams are mid. But someone, once again, will have to win more slowly. I think it will be the Vikings. Because at the very least, the Vikings have shown some flashes of what they're capable of doing. Uh, I have no idea how eh, I say that. and <laughs> Trying to figure out who's going to be less mid. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'll go Vikings. Vikings at home. I'll go Vikings just because they're at home. And I think they can at least do something with the ball with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins to put them ahead. So I'll go with the Vikings. The Chargers have a terrible secondary. Yeah, they get torched. I just keep keep getting alerts from ESPN Fantasy. Like, make sure you start Vikings receivers this week. (laughs) Like, oh, I have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. I think I'm going to start them both. This is going to be like a Pac-12 game where – Oh, yeah. This is Pac-12 after dark written all over it. Yeah, like, you know how you sort of nod off, right? It's like 11 o'clock, and you're trying to stay up and watch that USC game, and you doze <laughs> off. And you wake up, and you look at the scoreboard, and it says 35-28. You're like, oh, man, must be late yeah. in the game. It's the second quarter. What's going on? This is, or- this- this is Oregon Wazoo up in Pullman. That's what this yes. is. <laughs> um, Vikings will win this one because I will not stand for any Kirk Cousins slander. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting Cap- on it. Captain Kirk returns. Justin oh, Jefferson man. has a huge day against that awful Chargers defense. Herbert will put up some numbers too. He'll probably throw for like 475 yards. It's, and four it's the same down, script. But, it's the same yep. script. He'll light it up and lose. Yep. And it won't even be um, his fault. So Vikings, yeah. And I'll and I'll lay the half a point. Sure. All right. Everybody on the mid Asota bandwagon there. Uh still one o'clock window. New England Patriots minus two and a half at the depleted Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. On the count of of three? Yeah. One, two, three. Jets. Patriots. Patriots. (laughs) Whoa. Chris, please explain. Please explain. Because I don't trust the Patriots. They look lost. They look lost. Bill Belichick looks like he doesn't know what to do. You know why? Because he ain't got Tom Brady no more. And so (laughs) – the well, Jets, yeah, they do look lost. I agree. Uh, on the Jets, on the Jets side, I think at the very least, um, they've learned how to manage Zach Wilson's deficiencies. Right? I think there's enough there that it's not going to be pretty, but there's a chance they win a 16-13 game on a walk-off field goal. Like that's, and so with it being two and a half, and you're giving me the points in the Jets case. Um, I'll take that because I think however it swings with that walk-off field goal, I'm going to take the Jets and the points. Fair enough. I I still don't know if the Jets can score enough, even to overcome some of the things that Chris is talking about. And we've seen New England do this thing where they are able to find a way to torture the other team's offense. They gave Miami some problems in the passing game. They came out with that funky configuration with a whole bunch of safeties and corners. And they made it a little bit hard for Miami. Granted, Miami adjusted and ran the ball. 
I don't trust the Jets to be able to react to what New England could do on defense as well as Miami did. They also don't have the personnel or the coaching that Miami has. So there's that too. Um, I think they will frustrate and sign me the Jets. You said what, three and a half, Chris, or three and a half, Greg? Two and a half. Two and a half. I think they can sign me them just enough to get a field goal to, to nudge them past. So I'll go New England. Yep. I'm going New England as well. Buffalo Bills at the Washington Commanders. The Commanders Ooh. are two and oh. <clears throat> the Bills are one and one. Buffalo hmm. minus six and a half on this one. Hmm. Buffalo minus six and a half in Washington? Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Give me the Commanders. Yeah. Six and a half point home dogs. Sam Howell oh, yeah. is. Commanders all day. Sam, Sam Howell is not. I mean, a lot of people expected he was just going to out and out suck. He does not. The enemy, I think, knows how to manage him and manage him well. Um, they're giving him a the lot enemy of... and air raid quarterbacks is a good marriage, baby. It works. Yep, exactly. He's getting a lot of opportunities to hit quick routes in the middle of the field and let his receivers, his talented receivers, turn them into things. Um, I don't. Last week was a mirage, I think, of sorts from Buffalo. Um, I don't think they're as bad as they looked in the preseason and week one. I don't think they're as good as they looked week two. They are somewhere in the middle still. I still question whether they win the division, but, but um, they're not, they're not covering six and a half on the road at Washington. Give me the commanders and the points. I feel the same way. I feel the same way for two reasons. You mentioned Eric B enemy with Sam Howell. I like that combination, especially if Terry McLaurin is one of the guys you're throwing to also, Buffalo, now to their credit, and Greg and I talked about this, Buffalo finally figured out, hey, let's hand the ball off to our running backs a bunch of times to see where that gets us. They finally figured that out. I don't think it'll matter in this game because the way Washington's offense is working, they may force Buffalo to become one-dimensional, and I don't think they'll be able to score enough, even if they do win, to justify winning by an entire touchdown. And plus, Washington's at home, and commanders, the fans are getting behind them. They got rid of Daniel Snyder. Washington fans are really on board right now. There's a lot to be excited about if you're a Washington fan, especially in this game. I like the commanders. Yep. I like the commanders as well, mainly for the reasons you guys gave. Also, Brian Robinson, huge week last week. Yeah. Another team that can run the ball against Denver. Uh, Look out for him to run the ball effective in this one as well. Houston Mm -hmm. at Jacksonville, Jaguars minus nine and a half. My my instinct is to say what I said the first two weeks about early season yeah. divisional games, but then I go back and I look at the history between these two, and it's always a route, one direction or another. I think yeah. I think two out of the last nine games have finished with margins of victory in single digits. The rest have been blowouts. Um, so I think we get the same. Jacksonville at home. The Texans are a mess. Um, yeah, Jags cover the nine and a half. They win big. Same here. Same reason. Yep. I've been talking about ugly games, right, for the past week or so. Mm. AFC South games are usually ugly for the opposite reason. They're just, it's always one-sided. This is not going to change. Trevor Lawrence should eat that secondary up. Um, Jacksonville has a, they're not a great, but they're a very opportunistic defense, I guess is the word you could use. I think they'll use that to their advantage. It should be at least a two-possession game. Indianapolis, Indianapolis won by double digits, and they had Gardner Minshew for most of that game. There you go. I'm just long saying. live the air raid, baby. Long live the air raid. 
Uh, speaking of Indianapolis, that's uh-huh. the next game. The Colts are at the Ravens. Baltimore minus seven and a half. Uh, I'm not sure if Anthony Richardson will play or not because of his I don't think so. Yeah. So mm. with him out, and Gardner Minshew has actually looked really good for Indy when he Minshew came in. Media. But they're playing a Ravens defense that I think will make it tough. I'm going to take Baltimore in the points. That's a big number. Um, yeah, it is. I and, and especially if, if Minshew has had the whole week to practice. Um, yeah. Last I checked, Richardson hadn't practiced at all, was still in concussion protocol. So I actually like Minshew to, to, to keep this an uncomfortably close game for the Colts in Baltimore. Uh, give me Indy plus the seven and a half. I'm with Chris on this one. I can't sit here and say long live the air raid on the last game we talked about. When I got Minshew Mania in my lap going to this one and on the road in, Buff- uh, in Baltimore and they're a touchdown with a hook, yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Indy. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm going with Indy. Oh, boy. I feel very bad about my pick then. <laughs> 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 All right. I believe we've hit the 4 o'clock window. Carolina's at Seattle. Yeah. Seahawks yep. minus 6.5. I'm going to take Seattle. I don't think uh, Bryce Young is even going to play in this game. No. And uh, that means that Sam Darnold is the quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Is it Sam Darnold or Andy Dalton? I think it's Andy yeah, Dalton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton. Dalton. I mean, yeah. is there really much of a difference? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean. Are they both even, 14? Uh, even if Bryce Young played, I would – yeah, it is. It is Dalton. Even if Bryce Young played, mm. I would still take Seattle. So I'm going to take Seattle minus six and a half. Yeah, I, I uh, don't. Same. Yeah, same. I don't think we need much more breakdown on that one. Same. Nope. Nope. <laughs> please, please hand the ball off as much as you can to Kenneth Walker yeah. the third. Yep. Yes. That's it. Chicago at Kansas City. Chiefs are minus 13 and a half. Oh, Kansas City's oh, oh. yet to play a complete game, though. Yeah. I'm very shaky on this one. It's at no. head. But 13 and a half is a lot of points. It is. Well, first and foremost, this is my survivor mm. poll pick this week. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no way the Chiefs lose to the Bears at home. Just no way. With everything going on with the defensive coordinator resigning in the middle of the week, it's it's a mess in Chicago, and it doesn't surprise me at all. Now, you're right. 13 and a half is a fat number. I think they get it, though. I think yeah. they cover late. Um, I think it'll probably be uncomfortable for a while. You know, they go into <laughs> halftime with, like, a touchdown lead. And then maybe they 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 get up by ten to thirteen at some point in the late third, early fourth, and you're thinking, well, they're just going to coast here. But something stupid happens, like there's a pick six or a strip sack return for a touchdown or something, and the Chiefs end up covering thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take the thirteen and a half as well. Uh, I'm with Chris on this one. I'm with Chris on this one. It, oh, I'm, I guess I'm with Craig too. I just haven't seen enough from Kansas City's offense to suggest that they're ready for all of that. I, I mean, and think about this from Kansas City's perspective. They've only scored 37 points in their first two games. You know how many points the Bears have scored in their first two games? Also 37. Oh. If you can wrap your mind around that, that's that's crazy. That's a little weird for me. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Chicago with the 13 and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah, how about that one? How about that little, little nugget for you? That's juicy. How you like them apples, horse? <laughs> mm, <all right. laughs> 
Sticking in the 4 o'clock window. I mean, can Dallas get an easier start to the year? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now they go to Arizona. Oh, Cowboys minus 12 and a half. I'm taking Dallas. This was another one, like, when I scrolled through and was just circling games right away. This big, fat circle around this one. This will not be like the Giants game was for Arizona. Dallas will will handle bidness, uh, as they would say. 12 and a half, yes, another big number on the board this week, but I don't think they have a problem with that. Greg, I have one question about this game. Is Van Der Esch playing? <laughs> yes, <kidding>. he is. <laughs> Shout out to Scooter Magruder. If you know, you know. Um, no, I didn't. I asked about Vanderesh because Dallas's defense. I mean, granted, I was joking asking about Vanderesh, but Dallas's defense, dude. Oh my gosh, they're they're monsters, man. Like yeah. we talk about good defenses in the league. San Francisco is one of them. Dallas is just they are smacking people. Now, granted, you can argue they they played a couple of terrible teams in the first two weeks. But that defense is good. All they literally have to do in this game, and, and we can all talk, we can all say it because you know my checklist: play defense, run the football, and don't lose a turnover margin. And they should win yeah. easily by at least two touchdowns. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, Micah, Mike, Micah Parsons. Yeah, you were just going to say it, Greg. Micah, Micah Parsons. Parsons is eating yeah. offensive linemen apart right now, and oh after God. he gets a yeah. sack, he like army crawls. It's just, it's just <laughs> mean. It's you just you know, mean. You know those friends you yeah, that's a good call. I, I, would I would definitely make that bet if I hadn't already. Um, you, you know those friends you have that will take a chicken wing and like put it in their mouth and pull all the meat off and just pull it out of their <laughs> mouth and it's just the bone? That's what Micah Parsons is doing to quarterbacks these days. <laughs> He's literally going to put Josh Dobbs in his mouth, pull him oh. out completely, and just leave the bones right there at, at 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Oh, Poor Josh man. Dobbs. He doesn't deserve that. He's such a good no. dude. And the Cardinals are the Cardinals will remember that they're supposed to lose. Like that's <laughs> they'll get the phone call at halftime. Hey, you're only down by eleven. You're supposed to lose by more. Oh, okay. That was about as scripted as it gets. That when they were up by twenty on Sunday, somebody was like, "Hey, we're supposed to have Caleb Williams next year. Start losing." <laughs> it's like the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial, man. Somebody just yeah. hit the button at the bar and they take it to overtime. Now, now I want wings. Yes, um, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go in order here. So we'll go Steelers, Steelers, Ra- Raiders here. Okay, Raiders minus one and a half at home. Uh, uh, we had um, we had our guest on earlier, the David Sharpan, Sharpan. Mm-hmm. He Sharpan. said he said that it's gonna be like eighty percent Steeler fans at this game. Steeler fans travel and they're they want to be in Vegas. I think the Steelers win this game, and I think obviously they're going to cover, but I think the Steelers win the game. I don't feel good about this one, guys. I don't. I don't feel good about the offense being able to score enough mm. points. Um, I and, and here's the thing. You won last week for two reasons. A, one of the best backs in the league went down early, and B, your edge rushers outscored your offense. You cannot count on – I'm not counting on either of those things happening again this week. I'm not. TJ no. Watt and Alex Highsmith may have great games. I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to have his knee shredded halfway through the second quarter. I think the Raiders end up scoring 23 in this one, and I think the Steelers are lucky to get to 16. So, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I have plenty of concerns 
and I think they'll all come to a head on Sunday night. I think the Raiders win and cover you know the one and a half. You know what's weird? I might have the least concerns about the Steelers in this week of all three of the weeks so far. Hmm. And there's one reason why. And you guys know, if there's one thing I love to look at, I love to look at the turnover margin. Yeah. The Raiders' defense has not forced one yet all season. Granted, it's been two games, but they haven't forced a turnover yet. And Jimmy G's thrown three interceptions so far in two games. So if there's a guy you can count on to make a mistake when the chips are down and probably give the ball back to your defense and help your offense out, it's probably Jimmy Garoppolo and it's probably this team. And it needs to be against this defense. I don't think the offense is going to look as bad as it's looked in the first two games. I think we saw a flash or two against Cleveland. I think that's all it'll take. A big play here, one big run there for maybe 20-plus, one big play to Pickens that puts him in the red zone, or puts him, which will be the first time since week one they've been in the red zone, by the way. But I think it will be enough. It could, it could get ugly again. But they will be not ugly enough to win it. I think the Steelers win this one out. And then finally, a doubleheader on Monday night. Philadelphia at Tampa. The Bucks are two and zero. Uh, and how? That's they. Uh, NFC South <laughs> schedule. Oh NFC my God. Schedule. They played Chicago. That's oh how. man. That <laughs> yeah. schedule, man. Jeez. They played Chicago and they played the Minnesota Vikings. They beat there the Minnesota Vikings. That's true. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield has looked decent, and I don't think that continues against Philadelphia's Georgia-led defense. Mm-mm. And Jalen Hurts is yet to play a full 60 minutes where you go, man, that guy looks like an MVP. I think that this might be the night that he finally is Jalen Hurts. I'm taking yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, he makes the Bucks look like the Bucks. Baker Mayfield remembers he's Baker Mayfield, like you said, Greg, against that defense. <laughs> Eagles cover five and a half, no problem. Yep. Yeah, Baker Mayfield was not going to be one of the more efficient quarterbacks in the league for longer than three or four weeks. So no. I expect that trend to change. And it will change if for no other reason because the Eagles, they're the ones. <laughs> I got Philly. That defense, man. The bloodline rides again. Mike they Evans is having a better season with Baker Mayfield as his quarterback than he did with Tom Brady through the first crazy. from the first two weeks. Because Brady spread the ball around too much. Yeah. That's you know why? why? You know why? Because Greg, what was the name I gave Baker Mayfield a while ago? No, I don't remember. Remember the name I gave him a while ago? (laughs) Johnny Menzel 2.0. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You put Baker Mayfield on Mike Evans? Remember Menzel and Evans at A&M? Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. No surprise here. None. You're absolutely right. Finally, finally, the Los Angeles Rams are at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are 0-2. Joe Burrow doesn't look very good. Jamar Chase isn't doing anything. So why do I still want to take the Bengals, guys? <laughs> uh, be- because um, I'm with you. I want to take the Bengals, too, because it's only two and a half points, and it's at home. Yeah, um, yeah I-, I think I believe in the Bengals to kind of get some things figured out here, even if they don't, even if they still look bad. I still think they beat the Rams by at least a field goal. Puka Nakua could catch 37 more balls. It doesn't matter. Bengals minus two and a half. Yeah, I talked myself into it somehow. I don't know. I didn't really make much of a case, but yeah, Bengals minus two and a half. Bengals are allowing 25 and a half points a game. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Just making sure we're, we're on that, that wavelength. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is. And, and for some odd reason, the Rams have figured out a way to score points. And Cincinnati has now given up 24 to Cleveland and 
27 to Baltimore. And they gave 27 to Baltimore at home against the Rams offense. That's figured out not only how to throw, but they've kind of figured out how to score. They scored 30 at Seattle and 23 at home against San Francisco, and they threw for nearly 300-plus in both games. Rams can win this game outright, and I think they will. I'm doing it. Bengals are starting 0-3. doing it. Bengals are starting 0-3. I think the Rams win this game. Sean McVay, Sean McVay is back. They're, they're going to be right back on the Sean McVay wow. train because you know it's going to be McVay and Zach Taylor and Stafford and Burrow mm-hmm. this whole game. And by the time it's over, the storyline will be Sean McVay is back. Watch. Wow. Set your watch to it. I guarantee it. Did he Did he just say something nice about Sean McVay? He did. I, is he, technically, is I said it. Technically, I said something about the people calling the game saying something nice about Sean McVay. <laughs> no, technically. No. But it's coming. Watch. Just you watch. All right. Well, that's been Hot Sheet, brought to you by your sponsor here. Very nice work, Gregory. He's Greg Finley. He's our producer and the leader every single week when we make our Hot Sheet picks. He's Josh Taylor. I'm Chris Mack. This is how we do it again. If you're checking us out, uh, however you're checking us out on YouTube, on your various podcast apps inside your free Odyssey app, we appreciate it. But be sure to follow, be sure to rate, be sure to review, and be sure to check us out live on that 93.7 The Fan YouTube page Sunday night for a live post-game edition after Steelers Raiders. And of, Twitter. And Twitter. And, oh, and Twitter live as well. Oh, we yeah. All the platforms. We are multi-platform. Uh-huh. Call Elon. Tell him we got coffee on and I got snacks. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and I'll have the brown liquor. And we will talk Steelers Raiders on a live edition of 4th Down in the Steel City Sunday night. Thanks again. Don't forget to subscribe so you get all the notifications. And yes, that live version will be up as a podcast edition on YouTube and in the Odyssey app after the fact as well. We got you covered because we know not everybody can stay up until one in the morning talking Steeler football. But for those of you who do, we'll talk to you Sunday night right here on 4th Down in the Steel City.